Hey guys, what's up? <laughs> Sorry. It's that one film podcast. It's that one film podcast. It's us <laughs> again. I'm Zoe Suarez. I'm Emmanuel Dawit. <laughs> I'm Jack Bailey. That was beautiful. Yeah, that was a bad call. In this episode, we are going to be reviewing the movie Isle of Dogs. I. I thought it was Isles of Dogs. No, Isles of Dogs, dude. Yeah, my fault. My fault. Just the one aisle. Directed by Wes Anderson. Yay! Yay! Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna read you the description. Okay. The story follows a young boy, Koyurakin, searching for his dog after the species is banished to an island following the outbreak of a canine flu. Yeah, that's it. Pretty much. That's pretty much it. Yeah. You want us to tell you the voice cast? Okay, here it is. You know, you don't have to beg. There's a lot of big names. <laughs> um, the films ensemble voice cast includes Brian Cranston, 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 Edward Norton. Sorry, I'm blind. Bill Murray, Jeff Goldblum, Jeff Goldblum, guys. Bob Balaban, Greta Gerwig, Greta, Greta. We love Greta. <laughs> Francis McDormand, Courtney B. Vance, Fisher Stevens, Harvey Keitel. Leif Schraber, mm, Scarlett Johansson, Tilda Swinton, F. Marie Abraham, Frank Wood, Kaniki Namoro, and Yoko Ono. I mean, that's a Yoko Ono's in here. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I guess that's it's an Asian type of. Well, I guess. Well, wait, wait, is, like is that the Yoko Ono I'm thinking of? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. What were before you went into the movie, guys? Uh, what, what were you? What were your initial thoughts? Um, well, for me, uh, I mean, I thought that I I didn't really expect the situations they had in the movie to be. The movie. Um, yeah, so I didn't really expect the situation that they had. Um, and so, um, I think that. Before I was actually really intrigued because a lot of people were like, "Oh, I really, I really wanted to see this movie last year." Oh, I've seen this movie; it's really good. And a visitor who came uh, yesterday, Greg, he was like, "Yeah, I really watched this movie and I really enjoyed it." So I was like, "You know what? That's good. That's good." So a good review from him uh, made me confident enough to want to watch the movie. Anyways, so what about you, Zoe? What were your initial thoughts? I was so excited to see this movie. I love Wes Anderson films. Um, my whole family, it's like a tradition to watch his films. We love him. Um, I also love films with this type of animation. Some of my favorite films are made in this style. So I was really, really excited. Mm-hmm. And I have to say, I wasn't disappointed. Uh, the storyline was really good. I really enjoyed it. I really, really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, um, Yeah. I think similar for me, Zoe, I love Wes Anderson films. I think he's one of my favorite directors, if not my favorite director. Quentin Tarantino is probably above him, but I, you know, I've seen pretty much all of his movies, and I love his style. And and the thing is, once you know Wes Anderson, you know what to expect. And he never disappoints. Well, I think this might have been my first Wes Anderson film. I I really like him. Exactly, like I don't really, a little bit different than yeah, his. I, yeah, um, exactly. It was different than I expected in terms of an animated film. I mean, I really loved a lot of the animation that it had. I mean, some of them, some of it was just hilarious. Some of it was 
perfect for the moment. Oh, no. it, it just really was very well orchestrated, and I get like what you mean by Jack. Um, yeah, like this this film was directed really well, and I think that Wes Anderson's skill was really brought out in that. Have you never watched Fantastic Mr. Fox? The thing is, I think I have when I was like. Yeah. That was my favorite movie when yeah. I was younger. I was just kind of really scared of it. Yeah, but I, also I, I loved most it. of most of the scenes were like so eerie. They were to me. really creepy. Also, the Grand Budapest Hotel. Great, Moonrise Kingdom movie. slaps. Great movie. I've not seen Moonrise Kingdom, For but real? I've seen pretty much everything else. That's so so I need to see Moonrise Kingdom. I know a bit about it though. I love Moonrise Kingdom. Um, it's good. Yeah. Let's just redo the plot. There's going to be spoilers in this episode, um, just because we got it. We got to get into it. Absolutely. So got to spoil some things. Do you want to read? So. So, I'm going to read it like the guy in the movie does. Which is for, in the Japanese archipelago, archipelago, 20 years into the future, an outbreak of canine influenza spreads throughout the city of Megasaki with a risk of crossing to humans. The city's six-term authoritarian mayor, Kinji Kobayashi, signs a decree banishing all dogs to Trash Island, despite a scientist named Professor Watanabe insisting he is close to finding a cure for the dog flu. The first dog exiled is Spots, a white and black speckled pink-nosed dog who served as a bodyguard of the 12-year-old Atari Kobayashi, the orphan nephew and ward of the mayor. But this would gradually be revealed to be part of the conspiracy by Kobayashi's political party, who are seeking to finish what their ancestors attempted long ago in removing dogs from Japan. Yes. It's pretty much, it's pretty much it. I mean, you said it. Um, I was pretty general. Yeah, pretty I, yeah I think that... Funny. Um, I, I, you know, even though we're talking about spoilers, I feel like there's not that many spoilers in the movie in general. Like, you know how in other movies, like, it's kind of like, a spoiler kind of for me is defined as, like, like a really big part of the movie yeah. that's essential, like that, or that happens at the end or maybe in the beginning, or something that a lot of audiences... It's like, like oh, yeah, I couldn't tell you this, or yeah, exactly. it would ruin the movie. I mean, yeah. in the movie, I feel like there's not that many big, big spoilers, like, yeah. oh, um... I mean, yeah, I feel like it's just kind of one of those movies where it's kind of, like, blended throughout, and it's kind of, like, you kind of, it does, like, there's nothing big that's happening, but there's a lot of stuff that's going on, and that's, like, kind of it. And it's its, it's, a, it's its own thing, so it's, like, something you still want to watch, even yeah. though it's not, like, something so major. It's not, like, Inception, or, you know, like, a M. Night Shyamalan film where it's, like, saying twist will make your experience worse by watching it like you could tell somebody about this movie and they you know maybe they'd be upset but depending on the person but i I don't think that after watching it you'd be like i can't believe that you told me that unpopular opinion i don't like the movie inception Mm, well (laughs) you know i actually watched it recently uh after not watching it since it came out uh with my father and, you know, I was a naive little boy, so I wasn't really sure what was going on there. Uh, still don't. Not entirely sure what's going on in Inception. I mean, I, I haven't seen it. Do you guys suggest that I should watch it? Uh, no. Not really. <laughs> I don't like it at all. But maybe it Some people like love it, it, and then other people don't like it. Oh, I, just yeah. I mean, I like, feel like... Um, I think it we, makes me roll my eyes. Like, whenever it's like, be like, oh, the Inception is so deep and, like, crazy and, like, wow, it's insane, and I'm like... Like eye roll. Not really. Like, it's whatever. a bit of a no- it's a bit of an annoying movie. Yeah. yeah 
kind of it's got a condescending attitude the entire it really time. does like the person yeah, it's, it. but that's not the movie we're talking about right yes. now. We're talking about Isle of Dogs. And probably getting to Wes Anderson films as a whole. Yeah. Um. So what did you guys think of the movie, probably? I mean, like, uh, what were the good parts? I mean, like, yeah. see, I think I think that the good parts were the fighting scenes. <laughs> because I just oh, yeah. loved that animation of this kind of cloud and everything going on. Because I can imagine, yeah. like, if two dogs were to fight, it would kind of be like... I mean, with minus a cloud, it would be kind of scrambled, you know? Yeah, it's like a cartoon. I mean, yeah. it is a cartoon movie, but it's still so... It's like a 3D stop-motion cartoon. Exactly, exactly. I'm and then you can see inside, so, like, what's happening. Yeah. I'm so, so, so happy that Wes Anderson decided to do a film like this. Because yeah. he executes them so well. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm And people... So and the thing is, with a lot of animated movies, you look at them and you're like, how much directing is really going on here? Mm-hmm. You know? Because with Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, you know, we were talking about that, you know, for directors, it's kind of hard mm-hmm. to, like, talk about directing in a uh, animated movie. Mm-hmm. But I think Wes Anderson has the ability to still keep all of his trademarks mm-hmm. in a movie like this. And he did in Fantastic Mr. Fox as yeah. well. And he has his own style. And it, it works, really you know. You can really tell his style. There's a lot of specific lot of things. People. A lot of people talk about it like Wes Anderson style. That's like a thing. Yeah, and I the, the there's specific things that he does. Like a lot of his humor is dry, like yeah. funny parts of it. Like things that are funny in the movie is probably because a character said it in such yeah. a, like a deadpan way. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, you hear about that rumor, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that one for me. Is, yeah, I know. Like a lot of people wouldn't think that's funny. Like the first time I go was like. Wait, what? And then the second time after they kept on doing it the same way, I was like, that's, that's pretty funny. Yeah. So, yeah, I got you mean, yeah. Like, I feel like if I watch another, if you gave me three animated movies to watch and one of them was directed by Wes Anderson, I'd be able to tell. Yes, like, I just, you like, definitely, absolutely. I feel like this movie well. like allowed me to see, they like, get a really good insight on how he directs and how he makes this movie. Especially. And also, he is, I think he's one of those people who, you know, the rule of thirds is an important thing. And Wes Anderson, ha- everything about his movies, I don't know if you notice this, but they're always focused on the center of the screen. Mm-hmm. There's nothing ever really going on on the other sides of it. Your eyes are always focused directly on the screen. He has the wide shots, but oh, still yeah. you're focused mm-hmm. on the middle of the screen. Like during, like, a, he, will, he does a lot of wide shots. Yes, he really cool. loves those. <laughs> he likes them. He likes it. And also a lot of his trademark, and the reason that this isn't very particularly, it still kind of shows, uh, not as obvious in this movie, but where he children act like adults in his movies, and adults act like children. Mm-hmm. So you don't really see, I mean, you can still kind of see it in this movie, where like the the teenagers like go, and she has like this great speech, or whatever, yeah. One of the I forgot what the girl's name was, but she has this... Great speech, very powerful movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was um, an interview he did. I don't remember what it was for, but he was like, yeah, he was like, I do a lot of my movies um, because I really believe in kids. Like, yo, I think they're really dope. <laughs> and that's super cool because, like, as, like, a young person, you're not really given a lot of credit. Yeah, sure. People don't want to take you as seriously. Yeah. They don't think you understand. That's a. I think that's always been a big problem for kids, though. I mean, like, 
I mean, truly, like, I feel like until we get the responsibilities of adults, we'll, we'll, I feel like we're going to act the same as, a, like, as adults would be like, okay, yeah, I think that as a kid, we were trying, being a little bit too ambitious and in sure. t- t- certain times. Like when you have less responsibilities, responsibilities, you know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I'm also, like, we're s- kids are so cool because we're literally just, like, creating stuff. Because mm-hmm. we, don't, we don't have much... We know taxes. Like, we know all those stuff to do. So we put things into the universe, and that's, like, how we... That's how we function. Yeah. And I think that's so dope. Especially, uh, like, um, recently, like, the first... Like, the millennial generation especially... Like, their whole thing is creation. I just heard about a three-year-old who basically designed a watch for um, blind and deaf people. But obviously, it doesn't work, but he had, like, the idea of it. And I think that, like, the ideas are a key in, like, our life. And actually, in this movie, I think Wes Anderson did a really good idea of, like, ideas, like, kind of the relationship between the dog and Atari, the other 12-year-old kid who lost both of his parents, but still... Had such a good relationship. There's like, there's this podcast that I was listening to, um, and basically it's just like as you grow older, you kind of just get jaded, and like when you're when you're like jaded like that, a lot of your like imagination kind of falls away because you're so focused on like reality. I feel like the cool thing about being young is that there is a lot of things that we haven't been through, so like we just have the capacity to like think up so much yeah which i think is really cool that was random sorry <laughs> no no it's actually um on your point of randomness i think it's really good that as a podcast group we can watch a movie we can review it but we can also talk about what that movie means in our lives sure and i think that like mm-hmm. that that's what makes it pretty interesting for our listeners as well we're kind of we're talking about a lot of things there like if there's um love hate relationships we could talk about I don't know, um, Trump and Obama. I don't know. Like, you know, there's yeah. other things that we could talk there's about, too. I think at, um, we do that really well. I'm not going to be... A, I'm not going to boast about it, but just saying it's not random. Anything in the movie that relates to us, we can talk about. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I love what Wes Anderson does with his movies. And a lot of times he'll do stuff uh, where he'll have, like, really crazy things happen. But instead of showing you it, he'll have a character, like, describe it in detail. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just random, really... Because everybody is super deadpan in his movies. Like, yeah. they, they don't have super intense mo- emotions except, like, love or something where it's, like, really intense. Which Wes Anderson, I guess, he really likes. He really likes just side relationships in the midst of his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, which he, you, you see in Isle of Dogs with the dogs and with the humans. Yeah. I really enjoy the aspect of dogs talking because the way that, like, I think one of my favorite scenes was when they first started to talk to each other. They were about to, like, fight over that pack- package. And then they were kind of talking about it. Like, wait, 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 we cannot lose our heads here. Um, Let's see what's in the package. And then we'll let's see if it's worth fighting over. And and then they saw it. It was, like, a bunch of invested food, other things. And they were like, okay, it's worth fighting over. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a bunch of a lot of stuff going on. And I think that like Wes Anderson really like made it like he betrayed it to be captivating in a way because it was centered. Like you know how he's talking about like everything's really centered. But I think that that was like a good part of the movie. And another thing with the kids or the adults being chill- like children, 
the whole thing with the Kobayashi family is that they, like, hate dogs. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. what full-grown adult cares, really? You know, like, so much about dogs, like, we need them completely eradicated. Yeah. We hate these fluffy... Like, that's a child argument, really. Like, oh, well, I like cats better than dogs, you know? Do you know what's, like, so weird about, like, the relationship between, like, humans and dogs is that, like, it's, like... It was, like, a developed thing. Like, we're naturally supposed to, like, love dogs. Like, naturally we're supposed to love dogs, which is why this is so weird. And, like, I feel like people really underestimate the relationship between humans and dogs. Yes, for sure. It is, like, kind of powerful, honestly. Something really funny that happened after the movie. Um, My little dog, Carl, he... Carl! Yeah, his name's Carl. We love Carl. he, um, he He came up to me. And he was like, he was cuddling me. And it was like he knew I was watching a movie about dogs. <laughs> and, you know, I'm not saying he doesn't always do that, but. Yeah. It felt, it felt more like, it I felt, felt a real. greater connection to my dog yeah. after watching the movie. I, mean, I, I think I'm the only one in the, on the team that does not have a dog. I've never, I, I've never had a pet. And it's because of um, my, most of my family being allergic two dogs because my grandmother her like my mom grew up with three dogs right but um sadly they all passed away and my grandmother could tolerate that like she could she could have three dogs three dogs at the time back in Ethiopia but when she came to the states her allergies got really bad because of like pollution and that type of thing so messed up with her sinuses and so um so yeah so I think that, I mean, I, I, when I'm older, I'm definitely going to get a dog. I think right. that it kind of like, I really want to have that relationship and I can imagine myself playing with my dog and just chilling. I and love my dog. Out. My dog is it's so, big. so big. Like people don't understand how huge my dog is. Like I'm like, yeah, I have a big dog. And they're like, oh, cool. You have a big dog. And they'd be like, he's see huge. my dog. And he's massive. I saw him when he was a puppy and he was big. Yeah, and, like, imagine him now. He is absolutely gigantic. I love him. But he thinks he's, like, a lap dog. Like, yeah. he thinks he's super small. My dog's the complete opposite. He's a miniature schnauzer, and he's this, he's a little tiny dog. I was going to say, uh, your parents are, or your family is allergic. He's hypoallergenic. Uh, so, really? you, yeah, there are some dogs like that. Yeah, yeah, I, I've heard about this. It's just that, like, wait, did you adopt him, or did you, like, have to pay for him? I, I, uh... We just got in a great situation where we just had to pay the uh, the actual vet bills for oh, the dog okay. to get it. That's really good. Because it was, like, a family friend. Oh, okay. So we just paid the bills. Man, that's... Yeah, the thing is, for us, like, I think really, like, the the money... I mean, the cost sure. was pretty high. But I, I think that, um, like, my brother... As we were talking about young kids, and my brother, who's, like, like, two, three years younger than me, he loves dogs. Like, he can get so bonded to a dog and that dog will automatically be like I want this dude to be my friend right? yeah. and I think that's really cool because um, he can do that with any dog um, there's this pit bull that my dad was dog sitting for I mean, I mean dog sitting basically and I, when I saw him like he scared me but like he was very lovable and it's always the scary ones that are very lovable Yeah, I think yeah, that was pretty interesting in the movie really. like Chief um, the uh, stray dog 
right? He became very lovable at the end, and I think that like that like kind of I really liked him. You said at the beginning you liked him. Yeah, so at the beginning funny. I really liked him because his kind of like I knew he was gonna change in a way. Um, yeah. I don't mean to be cliche about it, but I knew like something was special. Well, no, you him. like people. That's yeah. why it's such a cliche in movies because yeah. people like where a character changes. I mean, that makes for good writing, though. I yeah. think. Yeah. Where there's a, a character develops over the course of it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what really makes movies in general, you know? And I think that's what makes life sometimes. Like, you learn stuff, and you learn from it, and, you know, you develop as a person because of it. Yeah. I can't believe we had a full conversation about dogs. <laughs> but, like, I, I love my I love my dog. Mm-hmm. cute. I need to see him again because I absolutely adore your dog. Yeah, I adore your dog. <laughs> I, I know, your dogs are pretty... Hmm? Oh, actually, you have. You I it have seen your dog. Yeah. Oh, she's like <laughs> the Gucci version of a true dog. I mean, as long as we love talking about dogs, I think we should also talk about the movie just in general. So well, sure. Yeah, let's let's we went yeah. back to the actual movie. Yeah. Um, um, I love the, I love this movie. I think it's, it's so sweet. I think it's really really sweet, and yeah, it just it was really it was a nice concept yeah i like it i love what's interesting films i think he executed it really really he well. always gets comedy he always has his own kind of comedy and it always works always yeah. like i like uh, my one of my favorite scenes is when uh the professor watanabe yeah he like the the chef the chef poisons him yeah and then he has like just a little like he has a slab on his sushi and he gets just a little bit of it on his fingertip and, yeah and then he just gets a little bit of that from his fingertip and it says, and then they say later on, he had enough poison in his body to kill a whale. Yeah. That's and it was just a speck. It is a speck. That's kind of funny. Yeah. You know? Imagine them, like, with the wasabi poison, imagine them with all the dogs. Like, kind of, like, I was really afraid because I thought that I wasn't really expecting everyone just to show up and kind of, like, stop it. And, like, and I think that, um, like, that was surprising for me. You know? Yeah. I, that, that might be a spoiler, but, hey, we said... Spoilers alert, so we warned you if you're mad at us, then <laughs> uh, I feel like call. people are already mad at me because I'm such a cynical person on this podcast. Um, but yeah, we should I love will, dogs. I will literally never be cynical when it comes to dogs. I was gonna say, like, if you were gonna talk, get on this podcast and talk about how silly your dog is, I was gonna have to cut it off right then because you cannot do a movie about idle dogs without talking about how good dogs are. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think that, um, I'm, I really enjoyed this movie, um, I don't know, if I would compare it to, like, another animated film that I've watched in the past, I don't know, I think that it was just different, like, I mean, we talked about, um, Sorry to Bother You being different in terms of the comedy, comedy yeah perspective and i think that this was actually different in terms of the animated perspective and the reason for that is because um remember how in um spider-man and the spider-verse there were like um there was a lot of i guess you could say extras in the movie because yeah. it was in new york city so it's like it was a highly high densely densely populated place right. but here in japan like even though they have a lot of people you really didn't like see any other really like Extras was mostly focused on yeah. Other than the conference, other than the conferences, you wouldn't yeah. see a lot of people. You'd it was focused primarily on the dogs. Yeah, exactly. And I think that was really interesting because it kind of made me feel like Madagascar, except with all the 
I don't know, with all the, um, I don't know how to explain it, but it kind of felt like Madagascar in terms of the focus on the animals. And, like, the bond really between them? Yeah, the bond building, exactly. It, li- <laughs> it made me think of, like, uh, what is that song about dogs from, like, heaven? Sorry about that, guys. Uh, turns out there's a ghost in the room we're recording in. <laughs> yeah, and it just, like, it was, it was crazy, crazy. Can't Lucy, completely get Lucy into get that. On that. Um, Anyways, but, where were we? Draw your attention to Into the Ether. We're talking about ghosts. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Into the we're Ether. We're actually, season. sadly, running out of time. But let's get into our overall and final reviews. Sure. So, I really loved this movie. It really made me nostalgic because of how many Wes Anderson films that I grew up on. Um, it Just nostalgia is a great way to describe this movie. And, um, yeah, I'll give it... How many dogs out of how many trash islands or something? Yeah. Just how many dogs out of ten? Let's... How many dogs <laughs> out of ten aisles? Sure. Um, I'll say... I'll say nine dogs out of ten idols. Nine dogs out of ten idols. Like, thinking of, like, its context as an animated film and everything. Um, yeah, Jack, you can go ahead. Okay, okay sure. Um, it's definitely a really fun movie. Um, is it one of my favorite Wes Anderson films? Yes. Well, is it I my... was so ready for <laughs> you to be like, no. <laughs> <laughs> is it my favorite Wes Anderson film? No. Um, that would probably be The Grand Budapest. But such a good movie it's really, it's really, it's really really but really well. uh, I will say I'm gonna give it like I'm gonna just give it 9.1 dogs out of 10 idols I, I mean like slightly higher but <laughs> for me um, I think that Wes Anderson really gave me a good first impression with this film and I'll definitely watch um, a couple more of his films, and um, I highly recommend Rushmore in the Grand Budapest. Uh, Grand Budapest, um, Moonrise. Yeah. Um, Maybe I'll watch her at Fantastic Mr. Fox and give myself true. a good. Mm-hmm. It's definitely something look back into the one. Yeah. But um, anyways, it scared me when I was younger. <laughs> not gonna lie, I love sure. it, but it was yeah. kind of freaky. Like when they broke into the. Uh, it was like the factory. Oh yeah, I remember being like, "Why are they doing that?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you were telling me about that. It scared me. <laughs> Um, but for me, I, it was a good first impression. I really enjoyed it as an animated film. I mean, if we were to rate this as an animated film, I would give it like a nine point a nine point five out of ten out nine point five dogs out of ten hours. Sure. But um, as a film in general, because it's that one film podcast, I would go to about a nine as well. Like like Zoe. Like, I mean, not, actually no, a nine point two oh, so dogs nine, out of ten. Nine point one, nine point two. Yeah. Um, I love how we say 9.2 as if we're, like, chopping the Yeah. No! Just, like, a pop. It's terrible. <laughs> um, I just loved... Uh, no, one more thing. I know we've already done discussing it, but I loved how realistic... Like, there were some points where I liked the the animation of the dogs. It felt... It, sometimes you could feel really feel like it was real fur. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, real fur. But yeah. also, like, really with that animation, like, pretty much... Yeah. Yes. Um, True. Yeah, I I, th- I I agree. I think that um, in a lot of ways that the it really felt realistic at some times. I think, I think um, Magasaki was actually kind of funny. Is that what his name what was? Was he the mayor of Magasaki? Yeah. Oh, Kobayashi. The, Kobayashi. Guys, yeah. we forgot the Rotten cool. Tomatoes review. How did we forget oh, that? Oh, my gosh. How did we do that? Um, um, I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, I'm no so way. sorry. How- 
I can't believe we forgot. I'm so sorry. We we know the opinion you really care about. We know that you're cheating on us with Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, um, yeah. You're just gonna look shit, at, you shit. were just gonna look at it afterwards if we didn't tell you what yeah, the review was. Yeah, so we're just gonna. Or we're you probably looked it up while we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. So wow, cheating us while we're talking to them. Ouch, that hurt. Okay, so it got an 89 on Rotten Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. I think that's pretty fair. Um, yeah. I think now. Yeah, since we're dog lovers, I think that's the reason why we gave it a higher rating. But Uh, let me. Can you? Can you let me read? Maybe you want to do that? Maybe you want to do that? Okay, Okay. great. Thank you. The beautiful stop motion animated Isle of Dogs finds Wes Anderson and his detailed oriented best while telling one of the director's most winsomely charming stories. I mean, for sure, for sure, agree. The good place. That's my word of the podcast. I mean, of this whole thing, really. Agreed. Because I think we've all had the same opinion on movies, mostly throughout. For the most part. Throughout most of our episodes. So maybe Roma and children. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we had we definitely had our differences. But like I say, argument makes for a really good conversation. So. Um, what else is... I mean, really... Jeez. Um, I think that this movie, I really suggest you guys go watch it if you haven't if you love dogs watch it if you don't like dogs watch, watch it. it so you can like dogs and stop being because <laughs> trust demon. me if you if you have a dog in your house and you're just like mm, uh, this dog i don't like this dog he's stupid and you and you're just like man i don't even like dogs i like my cat better yeah. you know I strongly suggest you watch this movie because you're wrong. Yeah. You're wrong. Okay, not gonna Can, add add Does your does your cat you. like you? Debatable. <laughs> Question. Will your dog like you? For sure. For sure. Your For dog sure. definitely likes you. And we like you guys that. too. We yeah. love you. We guys. are your dogs. For <laughs> you know, I don't mm, that was bad. Mm, yeah. No? No. 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 That was bad. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think that is a good spot to end it with. I love you. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you next Ew, time. Ew, that was gross. <laughs> Sorry, my cynical came out.